Hello and welcome to today's almost daily devotion with a triumphant return from the COVID ward. Um, uh, We are in Acts chapter 9. We're going to start with the first verse. We're going to spend all week in Acts 9 um, looking at Saul's conversion in the story of, uh, of how God changes us from one person to another if over the course of our journey, over the course of our faith. Uh, so let's listen to these words from the book of Acts. Meanwhile, Saul was still spewing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest, seeking letters to the synagogues in Damascus. If he found persons who belonged to the way, whether men or women, these letters would authorize him to take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. During the journey, as he approached Damascus, suddenly a light from heaven encircled him. So Paul clearly here, um, there's a few things we need to know about Paul. Paul is a member of a religious sect called the Zealots. They were uh, well known in their time uh, as people who were really, really, really um, intense, really (laughs) into their faith. So intense, so... um, consumed by being right, by thinking that they had the total lock on truth, that they went and killed people who were outside of that that lock, that box that they had. They were um, blind to any kind of error on their own part. They were blind to any ability to see how they were um, not speaking with the words of God, but speaking against the words of God. Um, and the zealots were famous for this. And Paul was always an intense personality. He was always, has always been throughout the whole Bible, somebody who does something 1000%. And Paul is the chief zealot at this point. He is the uh, enforcer. He's the right-hand man of the priests uh, who want to get rid of these Christians who are causing trouble. And so Paul has been down this road with this intent many times. It says he's spewing murderous threats, which is such an interesting word, idea of spewing, um, that he's just walking around and exploding on everyone. (laughs) He's constantly just telling people, you know, this is where you're wrong. This is what's wrong with you. This is uh, all the things that you're doing that don't live up to God. This is, um, you know, you're going to hell if you don't change your ways. You know, have you talked to Jesus yet? Those kind of things. Um, Some people have said that. (laughs) He's... He's consumed by this hatred, by this fear of others. And, but for him, this was a routine day of commuting to work. This is all he's doing. He's going to work. He's on a mission, a journey from the chief priests to find and root out all of the Christians in the land. Routine, normal, everyday stuff. It didn't. He's spewing murderous threats and it had become so much a part of him that he doesn't even realize that that's what he's doing. It becomes such a part of him that he's not aware that he's causing this trouble, that he's that he's become this person consumed by his hatred. And I wonder how much of our lives is bifurcated this way, how much of our lives is separated between the person who God made us to be when we're at our top notch, when we're running full throttle, when we are... Um, doing what God wants us to do. And the, the person that we become around other people, or we become online, or we become at work. And are, are those two personalities, are those two parts of ourselves 
connected? Are they the same? There's been a lot of research done about how dangerous it is when you have this bifurcated, when you have this wall between who you are in real life and who you are at work or online. And the truth is, it's not easily separated. We can't do that. We're not these kind of people. People are not capable of totally separating themselves. You can't be one person at work and one person at home. You can't be one person online and one person at work. You can't be these different people. We're not made that way. And so it bleeds over all of these things and it gets messy. And so the question is, how do we be more authentic of ourselves? How do we make our at-home selves and our at-work selves messed up, match up? How do we make the person God calls us to be our only identity? How is God calling you to live a more unified life? One that is full of grace and truth. Amen.